Hello, and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. Wait, you thought I was going to say Between the Legs. Well, no, you probably saw, like, the new album art. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Album art? Anyway, I want to apologize in advance if you can hear my bulldog snoring in the background. Um, I wanted to record in the living room, and <sighs> listen... When you have like a 75 pound bulldog, he's not going to move. He's not interested. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just sitting here snoring. So wanted to explain the name change. Wanted to talk a little bit about today's episode and then get on with it. So Between the Likes was a name that I came up with for my talk show, which was on EverTalk TV. It's still on EverTalk TV. If you go to BetweenTheLikesTV.com, you can watch it. Um... And EverTalk was a great channel. We had this gorgeous studio in West Hollywood right near Beverly Hills. And I got to interview so many great people there. And then when the pandemic happened, um, obviously that was no longer doable. And I interviewed a lot of celebrities on Instagram Live. I interviewed Juliana Rancic, Craig Conover, Nathan Jeremiah, um, Ryan Serhan. I mean, the list goes on. It was so incredible. Um, and unfortunately, due to the economy with the pandemic, they changed formats and they closed their studio. And now they're doing something different entirely. Um, and I wish I were still on. Like, I wish things were the way they were before the pandemic. But unfortunately, that is not reality. That's not my reality. I and mean, it has nothing to do with me either. They're not producing any of their shows. It's not like, oh, she got fired. No, I didn't get fired. They dropped everyone's show. They are doing some things involving like Amazon shopping. But it's not the same thing. And I might do something involving Amazon shopping. I don't know. My heart isn't really in it at the moment. I have a lot going on. Um, so I just decided in order, because it was a little bit confusing that I was going to change the name to Bougie Adjacent because I'm very Bougie Adjacent. Um, it is what it is. And I like Bougie things. And I think it's funny. And I think it's humorous. And I think that between the likes didn't really reflect. I mean, it was a great show didn't really reflect my sense of humor um, when it was a talk show. So this, so the podcast, I don't know. So I'm like, let me just keep the name. But now I've decided the name is Bougie Adjacent. So here we go. Bougie Adjacent. Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. Take two. Um, today I have Lindsay Droz and Christy Lord of Levant Collective. Levant Collective is one of my favorite new brands. It's natural cleaning products and hand soap packaged in a way that like you will literally die like when you see this it's so gorgeous it's so sophisticated now my mom has this thing about like not leaving dish soap out and she's like you always have to buy like a soap pump for your dish soap because she thinks it like is in poor taste to leave your actual dish soap out and I kind of agree. Literally, you can buy a soap pump anywhere for like $10. And it's such a change. Rather than having like Dawn or Joy or whatever kind of dish soap you use. I don't know. Um, but anyway, their products are packaged in glass. They have refills as well that um, I think that they are going to start doing um, like a concentrate. Um just really beautiful stuff. It's artisanal. It's fancy. Like every time I use it, I legit feel fancy. And no one feels fancy washing the dishes. Like, listen, you can put on one of those fancy aprons you got in a FabFitFun box. You can like put on some jazz music, but no one feels fancy washing dishes, except if you use Levant Collective. Um, their thing is really big with influencers too. I know my friend Allie did a story about them at Allie Levine Design. Um, Lauren Scruggs included them in a post. I love her style. I love, love, love her style. Love her vibe. Would love to get her on the show one day. Anyway, um, 
That is it for now. I think that the next episode is going to be a solo where I'm going to share some tips. But in the meantime, I just had a really good, fun conversation with the founders of Levant Collective. We talk about starting a business. We talk about, you know, natural products, which it's really important. Like when you are using heavy duty cleaning products, like you're breathing in chemicals, you're literally breathing in garbage. And I have to tell you as someone who is so insane about like trying to avoid chemicals, this product cleans so well. It smells like luxury. I mean, it literally smells like a fucking rich person's house. Like, I don't care how much you make, you use this stuff, you're going to feel like a million fucking dollars. It really does. It's also a little, almost like Dolce & Gabbana light blue meets like a five-star hotel. If that's a good, if that's a good reference. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to describe a smell or packaging for like a podcast. I know it's a little weird, but go with it. Anyway, here is the conversation. Um, you can find them at levantcollective.com. You can find me on Instagram at itsamandalauren.com. If you're listening to and enjoy this, please story it. I will restory you. Um, I'm at Amanda Lauren on Twitter and all of this is in the show notes. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Here we go with Levon. Before I forget, this show is brought to you by my line, the Hamptons Collection for Art Sugar. It is four canvas prints. They're super cute. You can have them monogrammed. They're fabulous. They make a great Valentine's Day gift, baby gift, kids room gift, adult room gift. Adult room sounds naughty, right? No, they're not naughty. Um, it's super cute. Link is in the show notes. Um... If you want to support the show, if you want to support me, this is a great way to do this. Also, if you're a small business and you're wondering, because I get this all the time, how do I get into Forbes? How do I get on The Balance, which is another website I write for? How do I get onto A Sweat Life? How do I get onto, insert, you know, popular website here? Um, a lot of people ask, so I created this course with Jen Jaden of Society Gal, founder of Society Gal and Gal Media called Pitch Please, where we teach small businesses how to reach out to writers, reporters, how to write the pitch, how to get our attention, how not to piss us off. It's a great course. Um, that is pitchpleasepr.com. Again, that link is in the show notes. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me or DM Pitch Please um, PR course about it. Anyway, enjoy. I'm going to shut up. So I am so excited to have two amazing women on the show, Lindsay Droz and Christy Lord of Levant Collective. It is my favorite new brand. It is soap, hand soap, dish soap, all-purpose cleaning spray, and wipes. And I feel like I'm missing a product. Am I missing a product? No, you got no, it. No, you nailed it. Wow. I feel like you... I don't know. I, I think it's because I feel like you should have more products. I'm obsessed with what you're doing. The packaging is literally the nicest packaging I've ever seen in my life. It makes me feel wow. really fancy when I'm at home, like cleaning or like washing my hands for the 47th time in one day. Um, or you know what I actually use the multi-purpose cleaning spray for? I feel like I shouldn't like use it for it because it's too nice almost. But like if the dog has a little accident, it actually gets rid of like the disgustingness on the carpet. Like I spray oh, some okay. instead of that, like, what is it? Nature's, do you know what nature's miracle is? Oh, I feel like yeah. every pet They yeah. reformulated it and the scent is so bad. I had a gallon thing and I just threw it out. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm not kidding. Worse. There's something about the scent that really bothered me, but you have an amazing scent. I am rambling on. So tell everyone about Levant Collective. How did you get started? What is, what is your concept? I'm being the worst interviewer right now. Oh, no, you're being... First of all, um, thank you so much for having us on your podcast. <laughs> and that was probably the best intro we've ever had. Uh, uh, so thank you so, so, so much. What, a, um, what nice things to say. And, um, you know, to answer your question, so Levant Collective, uh, we created Levant Collective about three years ago and just launched about a little less than a month ago. Um, we launched online and then in some small retailers. And what Levant Collective is is a line of plant, high-performing plant-based cleaning products that work as well as conventional products. 
um, but are also in beautiful, sustainable, refillable packaging. And the reason why we we did this is so so many so many reasons. But um, the main one was we were so tired of of trying non toxic cleaning products because we wanted to have a little something a little safer for our animals or for our family at home or for the earth. Um, but they didn't work as well, and so we felt like we had to give up a lot of that um, the performance in order to go plant based. And we just um, you know, that was you know one of the main reasons. And then life kind of hit us on the head in, you know, different ways of why we decided to come to Levant. Um, yeah. So for me, um, my, when it was when my second child, I have three boys, my oh, wow. second child yeah, was six months old and he developed a skin irritation, which turns out to be eczema. And my first didn't have that at all. So I'm like, what am I doing differently? And what have I done wrong as a mom? <laughs> but, I just noticed uh, his skin would inflame after oh. a tub. Uh, um, you know, we, I would bleach it down or whatever whatever products I was using at the time. Um, the laundry detergent, uh, the dryer sheets, pretty much everything I was putting on his skin was irritating it. And so, just did a deep dive as to why that was happening and and had to strip away so much from the home. And Lindsay was doing um, at around the same time. The, yeah. yeah, she was mopping the floor and her dog. She had a dog, a bulldog at the time, <laughs> and um, the warning label said, "Don't um, don't clean around pets, like because it could seep into the paws, or don't let the the, the pet walk on it wet." And Good but there was with, that with bulldogs, by the way, right, right, right. They're uncontrollable, right? But there was no warning of a crawling baby on the floor. That's uh, so weird. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that that made us pause and reassess and. Um, and then, uh, you know, to take it further, we wanted to create something that was high performing, that uh, was plant based and safe. Um, but we also have these open concept homes and modern day homes. None of the packaging matched what what we were yeah. having. We, don't, in our we don't want a blue dyed, you know, a bottle sitting on our on our counter, or, you know, uh, something that looked like it was chicken scratch uh, label. We wanted something beautiful and elevated. And we also wanted to really um, put a stamp on uh, having refillable packaging. We could not find glass bottles uh, to put our products in. It was so hard. It was either an olive oil container that you could pour, and it was just really hard to find. So we wanted to uh, really bring that to light and to give people the option to refill their, their beautiful bottles. No, I love glass. And I tell you, I'm clumsy and I have not broken any of your bottles yet. So they are hard to break. They are. It is a thick ass glass. Like <laughs> we um, you know, because we had we've been working on the packaging for the last three years. And wow. We both have hardwood floors and we've dropped it a million times. And I haven't had one break. But I know some I, people I haven't. Yeah, I, I but it just it, it they're really hard to break. Uh, FedEx so. can break them though. Yeah, FedEx does a good job at that. FedEx once has yeah. done that too. Yeah. It's, let me tell you, you wouldn't be the only one. I was say, I was like writing, um, I was writing something the other day for the course, just blog posts. And I was saying like, when you send out samples to people, please be really, like people need to be really careful with glass because it, and it's not like anyone's fault really, but the post office or yeah. like the, I've seen things with a fragile sticker and they're just shattered. And I'm yeah. just like... It's, it's awful. mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we learned really early on of, uh, just learning how to package our products really well and how we, um, how we put them in the mailer boxes, all that kind of stuff. So it's really, you know, we haven't had a breakage, I think in, in the last few weeks, which has been great. So since we changed up. <laughs> yeah. So what made you, so what were you doing before? And it's like, listen, there's a lot of, I will tell you though, and I'm not just saying this because I like you too. It really does clean because I try to use mostly like natural. And I know the term natural is not, re, doesn't really mean anything. You can yeah. call bleach natural. Um, it is nothing. They just, it's basically a marketing term. There's no like legality of it, like organic. It has to be certified organic. But with natural, you know, you can say whatever you want. Um, I actually written like a lot of articles about it, not in like years, but um, I hope I describe that well to people. Sometimes I'm like, am I am I articulating myself well with this? But it really does clean well because a lot of those products, I was using another one and I won't say which one it is, but it's use a concentrate and you add water and it doesn't clean at all. And it makes me crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. We were really, I mean, like, listen, we get really dirty in my apartment when we have to like, especially with the kitchen and it gets through grease and it gets through everything. And it really, I was like surprised it worked so well. Like what was like, like if that happened to me, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go buy products at Whole Foods. But you're like, no, we're going to start a company. So where do you, like what sparked this idea of, actually like pivoting into, into this. Yeah. Um, you know, I think again, you hit the nail on the head of the products weren't working, the non-toxic stuff weren't working. And so we were like, if we're going to come out with a brand, leave our careers, both Christy and I had very lucrative careers for the past 20 years, Christy in the finance world and myself Mm -hmm. in the um, medical device world. And we, you know, we spent 20 years doing that and we're not chemists. And, um, we flushed, we decided we wanted to do a business together because we knew we're both, you know, we're intelligent women, uh, and we very, very intelligent <laughs> and we wanted to do something together when the time was right. And after flushing through a bunch of ideas, this was the one commonality between us, but clearly we're not chemists. So, mm-hmm. uh, we were going to create a company. It had to be the best and it had to be the highest performing and we had to get third party validation stuff. So we hired a chemist who come to find out, uh, chemist, green chemists or chemists that formulate with natural products. They're few and far between. There are not really? many. Of them. Oh no. So, um, back in the day, we literally stocked a couple of the world's best green chemists. And we found the one from the number one leading brand of natural cleaning products. And, uh, she did all of our formulation. So um, we did for years. That's why it took us so long. It's so hard to get a great product to market. This isn't just something you slap a label on and and ask someone to um, you know, create a product for you. We had to test so many times to make sure that this, the formulation worked, that it worked as well as the conventional cleaners that our grandmas used and did that through third-party lab testing. We did sustainability testing. We did mold uh, or PET testing. Um, it's it, it, it had In order for us to launch this product, we had to know that it was great. And I think both Christy and I got validation from our husbands um, you know, one day Chris, uh, my husband was cleaning a pan of bacon grease and it was just, it's one of those ones that you typically just let it sit overnight mm-hmm. and he put this open and just went and scrubbed it and it just slid off. And I know Eric had a similar experience. Was it with the car washing or on his Tesla? Well, yeah, he would, he only mm-hmm. uses Levant on to clean his Tesla because Tesla it's requires, so funny. Oh my God. I know. Cause Tesla requires like a, you know, you have to use gentle. a soft, a gentle, uh, you know, soap. Um, so if Levant's good enough for Tesla, yeah. then we knew it was going to be great. It, you can't just like bring that to the car wash. <laughs> like I know Maybe it's a fancy it, car, but like. Maybe we need to do B2B to car washes, you know, yeah. that, that's our angle. Um, yeah. yeah. It, and, and so weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I just had no idea because my yeah. husband, we were talking about one the other day because we're terrified of electric cars because we're like, yeah, we're not that prepared. Like that thing will definitely run out of gas and we'll just be stranded in the street. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and and the, by the way, the other thing too, the from evolution of the brand where it really came for the wipes as well. So there's, this um, plastic-free movement from a lot of people really trying to eliminate, you know, some of their plastic waste on a day-to-day basis. And we tried to do that as well. And we noticed that a lot of the conventional wipes that were on the market, the market leading mm-hmm. clean wipes, they have plastic in them. And we what? have no- no. Yes. So they are not biodegradable. They just sit in a landfill. We had no idea. Um, and it, what ha- it's prompted the conversation once we decided we wanted to do wipes because we just didn't like how our hands felt after we wiped up yeah. our counter with them. It just was so gross. We always had to wash our hands. And so we wanted to come up with a, a, a substrate that was plant-based and we did. And so it was, that was the other part of it that we wanted to make a, a change in the impact there as well. Yeah. And cause now we've got, so now we've got biodegradable compostable wipes. Uh, they're not certified compostable. I should probably say that, they, but they are certified biodegradable. And um, we, yeah, that's, that was important to us. Yeah. And I think everything, and you, you talked a little bit about it as well. It's like, you know, how does it make you feel when you use it? That was also another, I, I don't think cleaning products ever think about bringing experience into the whole, into that's the totally whole. totally true. Yeah. And when, 
we use these products, it just makes us feel good. And, um, and like, and, and I was like, well, it makes me feel good because I created this. This is my baby. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody else is going to make it and we feel good as well. And we just keep hearing, we get DM after DM after DM people being like, Oh my God, like this, I, they, I want to bathe in it. Yeah. I want to feel so good themselves with it or um but you know that just makes us feel so good that it's resonating with uh the consumer as well uh as far as the experience and maybe it's it's awesome timing obviously with covid to launch a cleaning product company and we like we have been working on this for three years it just happens to launch during that time everybody's inside for the last 10 months have been using the same cleaning products and so we're introducing just an elevated way to just do what you have to do every day and and for the foreseeable future, people are now going to start probably walking around with cleaning products in their purse. Right. Do you want to take out oh. Levant? Do you want to take out some of the other stuff that's on the market? Oh, for sure. I don't think I would get on a plane without something. Yeah. Like for the rest of... Also, like even before... I hate to say this, but like planes were gross before COVID. Like <laughs> it was a germ tube. Like, like COVID <laughs> didn't make it a germ tube. It was always a germ tube. Yeah. Um, and you just think about how like... No one, I don't really think that anyone like cleans or even the worst is like actually speaking of cars, like the gas station. Uh, yeah. So gross. That gas pump. Yeah. And if the side so disgusting. Oh, awful. And if the side of the where the garbage can if all those paper towels are empty, you're like, what am I gonna do to grab that pump? It's so gross. <laughs> so now we love the car. So disgusting. Yeah. No, I know. I actually keep like rubber gloves in my car or I'll use like a tissue or I'll use my keychain to like put in like the, like on the keypad. And I'm not that much of a germaphobe, but I'm like, this is really disgusting. Like, I just know this is teeming with germs and no one is cleaning it, but it's nice though. Cause you could even like clean your hands with it afterwards with like the wipe. Cause I actually, it's weird. No, I always have to wash my hands after cleaning, but I don't with your product. Cause I feel like it's totally safe. Yeah. Yes. It's safe and it feels good. It's moisturizing, not drying out uh, your hands. That's what we love about it too. And um, I used to always, after I used a conventional cleaning wipe and I wiped down a counter, I would have to then wash it off with water because I'd be preparing my kids peanut butter and jelly sandwiches right on. And you don't want to, and then I just put it on top of chemicals. That's not going to be good. It's going to absorb into the bread, all that kind of stuff. So we wonder why cancer is so high. Who knows if that's attributed to it, but Man, it was, um, it, now we don't have to do that. With the Levant wipes, we just wipe it down and we, I just start making my food for the kids. That's, that's amazing. So how did you, now I know that you had someone design the package, but how did you come up with the concept for the packaging? Also, you two look like the packaging. I just noticed that you're both in black and white. Oh, oh yeah, we are. We totally, we, we <laughs> natural packaging. We totally meant to do that. Uh, so we, first of all, we, we're going to give props to our incredible designer, Katie Forner, uh, F-O-R-N-E-R. She is, we found her on Pinterest years ago and we started, oh, wow. yeah, she had done this kombucha bottle and it was probably the most stunning packaging that we had seen. And we just, we kept it in our inspiration boards because uh, we're super big on like mood boards and presentations and um, when we were developing the concept, we literally just gathered up a bunch of ideas, but her, we kept coming back to her and, uh, we found her. And at that point she was, I think she had just left, uh, like maybe a year before mm -hmm. I left her full-time, uh, gig at a firm and then went out on her own. And she's just blown up now. She's based out of LA and she's the most incredible, like godsend that we could have had from a design standpoint. So we basically gave her the inspiration. We told her we loved her bottle. And then, uh, we, it was a, it was a group project from there. We just kept going back and forth for months on the concept. name, on the yeah. concept, on, you know, the overall feel of, the um the content and what the brand was about so she yeah. was she was instrumental in helping us with that well it feels so sophisticated it doesn't really feel like you're using even like really nice cleaning products that you get at whole foods or like even little independent stores um it doesn't have the same like this just feels so sophisticated and so instagrammable and just really really different than anything i've ever seen and trust me like 
I get sent a lot of cleaning products. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I used to cover a lot of it for Real Simple. I have like articles and articles on like cleaning vinegar. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I'll do some stuff for Reader's Digest, not in a while on cleaning, but like I probably have done like, I don't know, 80 articles on cleaning, something like that. So people will just like send me stuff. I've tried it all. And a lot of the times, like I said, natural stuff is either unscented, which I don't like. I want it to smell good. Who wants an un- also unscented is still scented. People are like, well, you know, it gets in the I'm like, it doesn't matter. There's still a scent in it. It's just right. covering up the other scent so you don't smell anything. But right. My other question. Your scent. So I was trying to figure out what it smells like. And it smells a little bit like, do people tell you not completely Dolce & Gabbana light blue? I've not heard that yet. I've not heard I'll that. Have to go, we'll have to go smell that. Yeah. What are the notes that you pick up? Wait, should I Google this? I'm going to Google this. Wait, tell me, tell me about what's in it. Then I'm going to, as I, as I look this up. So it's, uh, we're so proud of this because as you like fragrance is such a no, no, it it can, there's so many. Well, yeah, I think in the green movement, they've kind of made it a no, no, but there is safe ways to create natural, beautiful fragrance. And um, I spent a little bit um, poo pooed on, but yeah. But so when I say like it was a no, no, it's a lot of the fragrances that are out in the world are just so um, filled with chemicals to make that smell. It's hard to find, a natural fragrance to do that. And we were so fortunate. We um, partnered with an incredible company that has created us a 100% natural fragrance. And again, that was a process that went back for months of us just smelling and Mm -hmm. sniff testing. Like, I like the notes of this. I don't like the notes of that. How do we find this? We knew the name. We knew that we were going to name it Fresh Linen. And we tried to figure out what does fresh linen smell like? And we had all of our friends smell and do smell tests. And um, it was quite the process to get to that. And we were so proud that it's 100% natural. And, um, it, you know, there's you're not spraying all these toxins in the air, if you will. Yeah. So there, there's notes of geranium. There's lemon, lavender, basil. Ling ling. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a mix, um, but we're just oh, wait, working so, with- so I've got it. Sicilian okay. lemon, apple, cedar, bellflower, bamboo, jasmine, white rose, cedar, musk, and amber. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's definitely some similar notes. Yeah. Yeah. We have bamboo. I'm good. So what's it called? Dolce and Gabbana. Light blue. Light blue. I'm going to go check that out. Sounds it's amazing. It's an old perfume. Like I don't, I mean, it's funny because their their publicist still like pitches it to me sometimes because I guess they still try to promote it. But it's been around for like I don't know a very long time. Wow, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, we um we just we really wanted something fresh and um different and different and because cleaning products they're in in the past and even still today are very citrus based and very generic. It's either one like, lane. yeah, it's one lane. It's pine yeah. or it's orange and lemon and, um, or mandarin. And we just really wanted to get away from that because we felt like for something to make you feel so good, it had to look different and feel different and work different. And that's everything about our creation of this brand revolved around that. And that's what's important to us. I'm surprised that you don't, and I know you guys just launched, but like, I'm like hand lotion, a candle, like it smells like a five-star hotel. It really does. We love It doesn't smell like a cleaning product at all. Yay. That was what we tried. Thank you. Yeah. And those are all in the works. Lindsay and I bootstrapped the business. So we, we, you know, wanting to launch a cleaning product company, we wanted to get the cleaning products out there first, but offshoots of that, you know, in 2021, we definitely have lotion is a lot of fun things coming. Yeah. Yeah. So. A shower gel, perhaps. Like it's oh. just a really good oh, scent. <laughs> I love. I don't know. There's just something about it that's totally, totally different. Especially now, like everyone is so obsessed with all of these things, with keeping things. And I'll tell you this too. Like the chemical stuff, I think does make you really sick because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was using, um, I'll just say what it was. I don't even care. Like Microbon, which. Oh yeah. Okay. They sold out of it. So it's like really, really industrial. And coincidentally, Mm -hmm. they had sent me a bunch of it 
just as the pandemic was happening and you literally couldn't get anything. You could not go to a supermarket. Everything was off the shelves. You couldn't even get like semi-natural stuff at Target. Um, you know, there's like a limit. So I had to use that. And I'm just like, I feel disgusting. There's something Mm -hmm. really disgusting and unhealthy about this. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's been studies to show that too. I mean, it's asthma is such a massive thing. There was a study, I can't remember if it was from JAMA, um, but it was people who were uh, janitors and home cleaners and their rates of asthma were that of people that smoked. And yeah, it's, it's really um, incredible, the harmful ingredients that we can breathe on a day-to-day basis that we're bringing into our homes. And yet we think our homes are pure and safe. And, yeah. safe. and yet sometimes being inside our homes are the most unsafe places to be. And for, you know, for Chrissy and I, it, we really strive on, on not being perfect on uh, to, to being in this green movement, but we're trying to do small changes. And one of the small changes that we thought we could do to make our homes safer was to bring in um, not plant-based cleaning products. So that's one thing we're doing. Now, that being said, I'm sure we have plenty of other stuff, you know, uh, uh, in the house that is not great, but at least we're making it safer in, in this way, in this realm. No, no, I agree with you. Listen, like my husband and I are trying to, I did announce it on Instagram today, although when people listen to this, it'll be next week, but like that we're trying to have a baby and I got rid of a lot of things, like all the plastic Tupperware was actually at my least favorite place in the world over the weekend, Costco. And uh, (laughs) I don't know why, I know people like it. I just, I hate big box stores. They're just like, listen, they're just not for me. They're a necessary evil. Um, and we got like the Pyrex. Mm-hmm. They had this like great set of like, I'm like, I'm going to be a good mom because I'm not going to have plastic in my plastic, house. Right. It does have a plastic top, like the, like yeah, it has like it. the top that seals it. But you know, your food doesn't have to touch it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the most amazing. I feel better already. Right. And just getting <laughs> rid of all of that stuff. And like you said, it's not perfect, but it's a no. step in the right direction. And that's okay. And that's, I think, what a lot of people steer clear of, of why they don't go plant-based or they don't go organic food, because they feel like it's such a hard adjustment to do. And all you need to do is just these little steps at a time, micro steps. And what you did there is a micro step. And what we do by cleaning our homes in with, with our natural products is a micro step. So, um, you know, we're getting there. But again, we're not perfect and we don't expect, it, no one is. So... So you're sold online mm-hmm. and Correct. then you sell also, are you in any stores or you said that you were at an event, I can't remember, but you were at an event all weekend and it sold out. I can't like, this was, I guess, around the holidays, like a market or something. Yeah. So we were doing a, um, we, we opened up a couple of retailers here in Seattle. So we opened up at the Fairmont hotel at a, the so spot, fancy. which was great. So fancy. Uh, yeah. And so that's at the spa Penelope and the beauty bar. And then, um, there's a couple other places in town that we sell at. And, um, but you know, for the majority part, it's on levantcollective.com, And that's really what we're building our strategy about right now. And, and trying to uh, connect with our consumer. And because we felt like the, uh, feedback that we get from these consumers, when they talk with us, they, that feels good. And they have the direct touch to the brand. And we know everything that goes wrong. If there's something shipping, they, they send a message to info at Levant, they get us. And it's very much a personal approach. And we want people to know that there are people behind this brand. It's not just some big, big company. And, um, you know, even when we grow into a big company, we still want that personal touch and that customer service. So it's really important for us to continue to know that consumer. Absolutely. And we want to, as we build the brand out, to be driven by what people want. So even like tomorrow, we're going to do a story on... So we're working on the next fragrance and we want to hear from people what next direction. So it's going to be a surprise and delight. It's going to be something totally different like the fresh linen, but like what's the direction? Because you can go so many different ways. We want to hear from the consumers that are following us right now. What would they love to to have in the next scent. Um, in the following week, we're going to do a poll on what's the next color of the bottle. You know, we want to release more colors. Like what are people liking? What are they not liking? How can we correct? And I think if we did uh, wholesale, we wouldn't necessarily get that feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing e-com. We're launching subscription in January. So that's a big Ooh. thing with cleaning products. Like if, if they run out, then they're probably going to go to Rite Aid or, you know, 
QFC and grab their their old cleaning products. So, you know, we want to try and get ahead of that and do subscription uh, model as well, mm-hmm. and then just stay as close as we can to to the consumer as far as what they're liking and what they're not. Right. And Chris, I think you mentioned you blush, a, like a blush colored bottle. Oh, I love I, that. I, we have heard that. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah, I like pinks. it. Something Ooh. in the pink family. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Like somewhere that's sort of like almost like similar to the, the all purpose cleaner that kind of like almost like a little bit of a neutral vibe. Ooh, well, like a, a beigey blush, like a beigey blush kind of color. Love it. Oh, but not so- a champagne. It's not, not a champagne. champagne. Got but it. It's okay. I we are writing this one down. I love it. We're just going to come to you for our for our creation. <laughs> You're so good. No, uh, I people love pink. Pink also looks really good on Instagram. I'm always telling people, I'm like, you have to make everything Instagrammable. Like, if you're opening up a store, it has to be Instagrammable. If you're doing anything, like, you have to have super nice packaging. Yeah, no, you're totally correct. And um, one of the things too, you bring up the beigey part of the blush. Um, it, it's so important for us to also um, relate to men. And this is cleaning is not just a woman's job. This is not 1950s. You know, we're all about home equity and having our husbands, partners, kids, anybody be the producer and the purchaser of the cleaning products in the home. Uh, because before it's such a woman, you know, and still to this day, I think a lot of these mass companies still just promote to the mom and the woman is cleaning the house. But guess what, guys? Women women like it when you clean their house. You know, that mm-hmm. there's a lot of nice things that happen when when they do that when uh, and when they care about the products they bring in the house as well. So Yeah. Well and I know as a uh, when my kiddos were young, I didn't want them to help out because the cleaning products, I didn't want them around it. Mm-hmm. It's like you may even feel that way now trying to get pregnant. You probably don't want to be around harsh chemicals. Yeah. So now uh, my kids love using Levant products and, uh, and you know, the hubs loves it too. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're creating a line that can be easily used by anybody. Yeah. No excuses. No more excuses anymore. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get so sick from, so all, this is like the bougiest thing, but so I was in the Hamptons all summer with my in-laws and they have a housekeeper (laughs) that comes all the time and she uses the most, like, I just don't like the wind at, it makes me so sick. And I think we're going to go next summer. And I'm like, I was actually thinking about it. I'm like, I'm just going to have some stuff sent over (laughs) before I go. We were in a store in the Hamptons. We are in Saigon. Matriarch. Wait, I feel like I'm thinking. Wait, is it like down the street from Goop? I feel like I know this now. I'm like trying to picture. I feel like I was there this summer. I love it. I was in our the houses in East Hampton, but I feel like I wait. Is it two store two floors? It's 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 an old house. Yeah, it's an old house. Oh my god! Wait, yes. I know exactly what you mean. I was there and they have all female brands. Yes. Yeah, that's her. Okay. Yes, I was there. It's such a cute store. Yeah, I good. love it. Oh, yeah. the owner has been an interesting concept. Incredible. Yeah, the owner, Patricia, has yeah. just been a total delight to work with. And she was that it just it, it was kismet that we ended up being in there. So you can just grab can the products and you just buy there. And speaking of, by the way, the windows, um, our multi-purpose cleaner, it's not called a window window cleaner, but it's fucking amazing on windows. <laughs> so spray away, sister. Have oh, no, I use it on glass. It's totally yeah. fine. It doesn't yeah. get cloudy at all because yeah. we have a glass um, coffee table. Oh, oh I love yes. it. I heard all about it. You haven't found a new one yet? I know, I know everyone's asked. I think we're going to keep the old one because I can't find anything that I really like that goes with the space that's not ridiculous. And I know we're probably going to move next year. So what I think I'm going to do is keep what we have for now. And it's nice. It's like a Z Gallery coffee table. Yeah. It's not even yeah. that. It's like six years old. It's not even old. Um, but it kind of drives me crazy because it's a black glass. Yeah, oh. and so it just shows all of the dirt. So, which is why I use the Vaughn Collective on it all the time. Oh, um, I love it, but I know, I know. So funny, a bunch of people have asked me, "Did I get a new one?" And I think we're just going to keep what we have and like get something when we move. We're hopefully, I'm going to do a photo shoot. I think next week or the week after of my apartment. So, because everyone keeps asking me, people have seen it in like videos, but no one's like really seen professional photos. So. We're going to do that. It's on the list. And then by the time they're published somewhere, I'm sure we'll be out of here. Like, <laughs> perfect. 
I'm fingers fingers crossed that we'll buy something this year. LA is a weird place. It's hard to find it. I mean, the market is so tough, right? I've got a bunch of friends that are, it's really hard to find a great place that it goes pretty quickly, right? Anything that I would want. I'm so picky and so is my husband and we're all about location. So yeah. Oh no, we've like, I'm like, there's one building I like and it's a building with 26, it's a condo, 26 units. And I'm like, you know, someone just has to die. Yeah. And that's that's really what what it is. Like someone has to die or foreclose because I feel like no one is leaving that building. Yeah. So, oh, oh, so sad. You'll find something. We feel it. No, I I know. I feel I feel like we will too. I have. I'm I'm hoping. So yeah. Now, what it's like? What is it like being in business together as friends and sort of also leaving what you were doing before, which was obviously you were very successful, and it's hard to like give up everything that you've done to do some, to do this. Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. makes you take that plunge? You know, so the idea came up literally three years ago, Lindsay and I went to Cabo for uh, a four day, like girls jaunt and, and we wrote down goals for this idea. And when you come up with an idea, especially in this fast paced world in three years, I mean, everybody's starting businesses and it just sounds so great. Fabulous. And, mm-hmm. and we wrote the goal, like by the end of the year, we're going to launch. Right. That was three years ago and it took us three years to get there. So, you know, I would say like, had you told me in January of 2018, that it was going to take three years to get here, would I have stuck around? Ooh, I don't know if I could honestly say yes. Um, but, uh, it's, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Um, I feel like we launched exactly when we, we, um, when it was the right time, like so many things have come up over the last three years. I quit my job two years ago. So, a year into this, I was like, okay, well, it's going to be any day now that we're going to launch. So I might as well just quit my job. And wow. and, and um, for me, it was, I was a partner uh, at a smaller um, uh, emerging market fund. And for me, like trying to grow two things at the same time, um, it, it was pulling me in two different directions. And I wanted to go where the passion was, which was starting my own thing. So I walked away from that. Um, and, and so it was a difficult decision and it couldn't have been done without our amazing husbands who supported us. And we're like, okay, yeah, go ahead. I was joking. I'm like, babe, I'm going to like take, I'm going to not produce income anymore. And I'm going to take our savings and I'm going to go make cleaning products. Is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> uh, but he believed in us and, um, and still believes in us to, and, and uh, we would not be here without the support of our, our husbands letting us, letting us do this. Um, so there's a lot of people involved. Our family has been supportive, the hubs, and then each other uh, yeah. have definitely, um, on my down, there's been lots of peaks and valleys and I'm in a valley. It's Lindsay who usually pulls me out. Um, and Aww. says, we got to keep, we got to keep going and you keep your eye on the, on the end goal. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's just been a matter of, okay, ultimately what are we, what's the end goal? We got to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And uh, the days feel long, but now looking back, it's like, oh my gosh. And I mean, I got to pipe in and say, it was scary. It was scary on two fronts. One, to leave our jobs that we were both great at. And two, to go into business with a friend. And from day one, um, the most important thing to Christy and I has been to manship. And it's, uh, we're not going to lie. Like it, there's definitely bad times where you just, you disagree, you duke it out. Fortunately, we, we both came from male dominated industries. So we're used to um, just getting it out on the table and, and working through it and moving on. And, um, but it's still to this day, like our friendship is still the pinnacle of this and um, nothing has stopped us uh, at all. And so that's been truly, but it was scary. It was really scary to, to do this, but you had to, we had to set past the fears. I'm a big Tony Robbins, uh, person and, and believing in seeing the end goal in mind of, of getting past what, what fear do I have to, to, you know, make this total change in life. And, um, all I could do was focus on what I really wanted, which was to, uh, create a, an, a successful business and thrive and be passionate about what we do and have the best products and work with the best person. Yeah. And I think too, for Lindsay and I and why it has worked, a partnership works so well is that we are 
our skill sets are so, mm-hmm. so polar opposite. Um, you know, I come from the finance and accounting background and she comes from a sales background. So we think differently, we work differently, we um, organize our days differently. And we, um, so strategically uh, it, bringing a business together and uh, fundament, the fundamentals of the organization, but then the strategy of how we get out in the world and sell it together, we can, you know, we can, we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I couldn't do it without her. And same. I couldn't at all. <laughs> couldn't at all. I'd spin in circles. <laughs> I would be frozen in fear. <laughs> what have been some of the toughest things you've had to do in this business or like the hardest decisions you've had to make? Mm. I mean, I think the first thing that comes to mind is formulation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took so long to get it right. It, you know, there's... A lot of people just, you know, that we got advice from, from they're like, just get the product out there, get it, just get it out there and sell it and then tweak it later. And for us, we didn't want to build the foundation on our brand of our brand to be a just okay product. We wanted to launch with the best plant-based cleaning product out there that worked better than any other um, plant-based cleaner and it worked as well as the conventionals. And so that was, I think we had such high standards and that's probably uh, something that we continue to work on too, because we, we, we want it to be perfect and we realize um, not everything can be perfect. So it's, it's finding, you know, finding the right balance ground for that. And that's been, I think, really hard for us, but formulation, we weren't willing to budge on at all. That had to be perfect. And that took a lot longer than we thought. Yeah. Yeah, formulation. The the uh, the amount of times that the the formula failed its test because every time you you go to test it, it's you know a six to eight week process up to wow. three months, and then you find out it failed, and you have to go back and tweak and start over again, and that costs money uh, every time you do it. So those were like real like big setbacks for us, just like a punch in the gut. And then um, in twenty twenty, obviously with COVID you know, we wanted to launch a lot sooner. So uh, our packaging, you know, everything was delayed and raw ingredients were delayed. Like one, one ingredient in our dish soap took six months to get in. Oh so my God. The, the process does not start. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a four to six week uh, production process and it does not start until everything's in house. So, uh, you know, that's why we got out uh, a lot later than we wanted to. Um, but again, you know, we learned. Ha- yeah, we learned and everything happens for a reason. We're trying to get ahead of it this time. And, and, and we realize that we can't spend three years on our next formulation. Mm-hmm. You know, so we are going to have to be a little bit uh, quicker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now we have relationships in place. And it's right. such a big relationship game between um, our manufacturer, our designer, our, our, um, our digital marketing team. Oh, yeah. Our dig- you know, yeah. We've got amazing partners. Yeah. Um, where, where the gaps that Christy and I have. Uh, we, we've been able to fill it with just really incredible team. We know what we're not great at. And we've, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, so it, like initially, I think I designed the bottle mm-hmm. with Christy in Photoshop because I thought I was really good at Photoshop and a girlfriend, <laughs> of mine, uh, a girlfriend of mine, who's a, a graphic designer. She looked at, she's like, you did this, right? I'm like, how did you know? She's like, I can tell. And then, so then you take that concept to Katie and realize that professionals are out there for a reason and they charge a lot for a reason because they're great at it. And so for us, it was really important to find where our weakness, weak points were and get the best of the best um, that fit within our budget uh, for um, filling those gaps. And that's hard to find. That's really, really hard to find because when we first were getting into this, into this, we didn't know that we had to search for a formulator. I mean, that's just a, a word that we, we thought it was a chemist or a chemist who makes green cleaner. We had no idea there was formulation or the manufacturer. So just all these different terms. We, we spent hours um, researching. Yeah. So. And listen, I get it because I made my own sort of... Cle- so I have a six penny sofa, which is great. It has slip covers because of the dogs. And one of the dogs had a little accident and I'm like, no, I can just, I'll clean it with vinegar and water. And now there's weird spots as if I've bleached it on this. Luckily it's the other side. Like, you know, like I am very lucky that way that like the cushion flips over. But like, I'm like, okay, that's why like you buy stuff and you're not like, let me just pour Trader Joe's balsamic (laughs) white Medina vinegar on this. I'm like, I feel so stupid. It's so true. We did the same thing. We macerated vinegars for months because we're like, this shit stinks. What can we do to make vinegar? 
smell better. So I macerated like sage and lemon. Oh and yeah. We tried making it ourselves. We tried making it ourselves and we're like, okay, no, we are not going to DIY this and sell it at the local, you know, Fremont market, uh, in Seattle. So that was eye opening. It is so hard to formulate. And we, it, we, we learned that really quickly. So I'll take, no. And you know what? Like Vinegar is great for like pots and pans and stuff like that, but actually cleaning with it is disgusting. And yeah. my husband will complain. Like we had a vinegar cleaner that he was, he literally like just grabbed whatever was underneath. And he's like, this is disgusting. This smells yeah. terrible. Like and I'm like, just clean with it. Just clean. And he's like, this is, can you please throw this out? Like, <laughs> it's just stinky socks all over. I was so mad. I had a house cleaner that did just clean with vinegar. And then finally I gave her cool. all of our products, but I'd come home on the most glorious day on a Tuesday for my house to be clean. And then it smelled like a bunch of stinky socks. It was so, oh. such a bummer. So anyways. Oh my gosh. I can't thank you two enough for doing this. So what is your website and what is your Instagram handle? Yeah. So it's www. Sorry, Christy jokes with me. I still say mm-hmm. www. I'm like okay. of the 80s, uh, but really I'm the 70s. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> but I just, in case someone is like driving and listening. Okay. So uh, not HTTPS. Okay. It's Lavant and that's L-A-V-A-N-T collective dot com and so. instagram handle is the same levant collective correct um i'm obsessed with your instagram it's gorgeous i don't know who yeah. does the photo whose kitchen is that by the way Ooh. which one <laughs> the one the gold sink the gold hardware gold sink. that is my girlfriend dana's so right. we had because we can't afford uh to do studio Build shots it. or yeah. what so our girlfriends have been so gracious with letting us use their homes and come in for a day and do a photo shoot. Yeah. And Dana Scott Dahl, she's actually a designer. I think her IG handles Dana Merrill style. She's got an incredible home, but our friends have been so gracious and letting us, um, yeah. uh, letting us shoot in there. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Follow them on Instagram. I do. Yeah. That's how I, I don't know if you followed me or I followed you. I can't remember it no, we like forever ago, and it was like probably a month. We fo- I, we found you through Nate Burkus's site, and so I oh, think you're so funny or something. And then, uh, and then we I we started following you, and then we started looking up just your articles. And a, you write brilliantly. Um, and then oh my we god, thank you. And we the day that you got back to us, we're like. <gasps> Oh my God, she wrote back to us. Yeah. It just, I mean, everything like that still excites us with like, like everything. Yeah. And today has been such an incredible blessing that you asked us. I mean, the people you've had on your podcast is like mm-hmm. another league than us. And we're just so delighted that you asked us to do this. So, yeah. No, but you. I what really you- believe in your brand. It really matches my personal aesthetic. Like it's just, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it's so funny because my mom always says, my mom is like very, very detail oriented in a way that's almost a sickness. I mean, I love her, but like she's crazy about things with this. And she's like, you can't have a bottle of soap out. You have to buy like a dispenser, even just for like, you know, for dish soap. And I'm like, this is the only one. I like sent her a picture. I'm like, mom, this is the only one I'll ever leave out because it's just the packaging is so, so pretty. And it doesn't look like a gross bottle of dish soap. Yeah. Mm, we, need sounds like we need to send her some. Yeah. We need to get your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know I have actually, I'll tell you, there's someone else who I think you should send to the person that does my hair. He's uh-huh also an influencer and he was on that show LA hair on we like a hundred years ago um he's obsessed he's like what is this he was overdoing my hair and he's like gay and fabulous and he's like oh my god this is so beautiful so bougie of course you have this and I'm like I know I know yes yes we have when you said you're gonna change maybe change your podcast name but um uh, bougie is definitely a term that has been thrown at us yeah, a few times. We love the it. Bougiest soap I've ever seen. Yeah, it really, really is. I'm obsessed. Thank you so much for being on. 